Hi, this is the ghost of Gamer Pass from the GOGP show, and right now, you're listening to Shart Select. You know, I've dealt with some sharts in my time, but for now, take it away, guys. Welcome once more to Shard Select, the gaming podcast equivalent of catching tetanus. I'm your host, Winstall, and I am, as ever, joined by those two thick boys. It's Stu, aka Digestive, and Ryan, aka Cheesecloth. How are we doing, Stu? Good, thanks. Did you done anything fun lately? Anthem demo and a lot of Instagram. Well, there we go. That's right, everyone, you heard it here. Stu is our new Instagram expert. He loves posting selfies. Well, he doesn't. That's a lie. He actually posts excellent quotes from this very podcast. So go on Instagram and check it out at, well, it's just Shart shart Select, isn't it? Shart underscore Select. Shart underscore Select, because we are cool. Ryan, you want to try anything fun? Uh, For Agony, unrated edition. No, I've heard um, heard it's terrible, is it? It's all right, the graphics are nice. Um, A lot of sexual imagery. Yeah, especially for the unrated one. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's all right, but it's one of them where, it's one of them hide-and-seek games where... Like Alien Isolation. Really, yeah. Mm, right. It's all right. Okay, fair enough. Uh, and guys, I've got some exciting news, which you already know, just to draw back the curtain there, ruin the magic of the podcast. We are now officially beloved by the people of Singapore. Say hi to Singapore. Say hi to Pete. Oh, he's ruined the joke. Stu's here. Clodding all over the joke with his big boots. That's right. Our Singapore fan is Pete, a.k.a. P-Bone, who is a friend of, beloved friend of the group. An honorary shark selector. There you go, I said it. He also he, he was also quite good at playing Forza 2 back in the day. Is that fair to say? He was good at T-boning people, which is why we called him P-bone. He was. He was dang- he was a dangerous driver and that quite a few races were evacuated due to us raging. Ah, rage quitting and griefing. Those were the days. Okay. So let's get to the first part of the podcast, which is just us waffling without a script. And let's talk about what we've been playing since the last episode. And just to be fresh, just to start off this week, let's go with Ryan. What have you been playing, Ryan? So I'm still actually on the Assassin's Creed Odyssey at the moment. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, Did, yeah. Have you found any hummus? Nope, still no hummus. God damn it. 93 hours in. All right, so it's definitely worth the money, worth the investment. So yeah. I only paid um, 30 quid for it, and I'm already 90 hours in, so it's definitely paid ma- for itself. What's the mass per hour there? The maths per hour. It's like twenty-five p an hour. Like thirty p an hour. Isn't it? That's like good. That. That's but that's maths, everybody. And obviously agony for a little bit. And and since talking about it, I've downloaded and reinstalled Singularity. Singularity is a class game. It is, yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed that game last gen. It had Russians in it and time traveling gimmicks. Well, that's it, really. That's all I've been on this week. <laughs> okay, and let's jump over to Stu then. Which uh, Stu's got, like you mentioned at the start of the podcast, a big one. So let's start with Anthem, Stu. Tell us all about it. Yeah, just one thing. What did you even do on Agony? Oh, okay. Let's go back to what you Agony. Did. Well, I've, like I said, I've only been in. I'm only like an hour and a half in, and you're dead, and you're in hell. So you've got to escape hell by following this uh, the Red Lady, I think it's called. And it's it's just like a maze of all grotesque 
sexual, sexual imagery. It's not all that, but yeah, everyone's naked and stuff, and you're stuck in hell. And some people like you have to, you to like a torch you've got is like a bone that's on fire, and you can set up waypoints which are people you can just set them on fire and they just burn to cinders. It's pretty grim in places, but just the idea of escaping hell, basically. Oh, I thought you were like some sort of demon thing. No, no, you, you're just a bloke, but you can possess other things. Maybe later on, but like I said, I've only just scratched the surface. I'm not very far into it at the moment. I've been caught up playing Singularity and Assassin's Creed. I have one more question about Agony before we go back to Anthem. In hell, are there any thick boys? No, that's probably why I'm not playing it. Christ, Brian, yeah, I mean, that's... That's the worst thing to write, that there's no thick boys. Okay, Stu, so Anthem. Yeah, so I only put a couple of hours into it. I wasn't going to waste too much time on it with it being only a demo. Well, tell me all about Played. Played as the Ranger, which is just a generic, does-everything jobber. Okay. But yeah, it seemed all right. Very action-y. Um, it's, like, it's kind of like being Iron Man if Iron Man had an assault rifle or a shotgun. So power armor, guns, fly jetpacks. Yeah. What? How, how Bioware is this game? Not very. That's what was like the main shocking thing about it. I was expecting it to be like Mass Effect Three combat, and it's not. Yeah. So, is there any like dialogue and a good story? Yeah, there is. In um, like all the story takes place in like a hub. Mm. So you have to slowly walk around this like town fort thing. I mean, you can't run or anything, you have to walk around in first person. I mean, I don't know if it's just the demo or what, but it, the frame rate was shit, like really shit. And this is on a 1X, so I'm assuming it's the um, demo. Yeah, if an Xbox One X Scorpio 4K death machine can't run it at a good frames per second, then that's probably not very promising. Let's hope it is something to do with the demo. Yeah, I mean, it looked nice when you're flying around like, in the open world. I'm trying to think what you could compare it to. I was going to say Destiny, but not quite. Everything been, I've been looking at has made me think Destiny, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like Destiny Effect or something, but... <laughs> Dest Effect. Yeah. Dest Effect. <laughs> or Dragon Destiny Age Effect Warriors 3. I don't know where I'm going with that one. That one fell apart, I'm sorry. Sorry. Uh, okay. Okay. I was going to ask you something else, and it's just got... Yeah. Ugh. What else have you been playing, Stu? Yeah, what else have you been playing? What have you been playing? Blackout. Blackout? What's that? Black Ops 4 Battle Royale thing. Oh, right, okay. Is that recently <laughs> launched or has it been there from release? No, it's been there from release. I've just not bothered with it, but just been getting into it. Okay. So my question is, which is better, Battlefield 5 or Black Ops 4? Uh, I like Battlefield 5 better. If you, so if you were stuck on a desert island and you could only take one of them with you, you'd take that one? Yeah. It'd be a waste of time, though, really, because there's no like electricity on the desert island. You're looking a bit silly. But... The point remains. Oh, that's what I was going to say about Anthem. Last time Bioware made an online game that got massively hyped, it was Star Wars The Old Republic. Oh, yeah. And that didn't, that didn't do too well, did it? Yeah, that was all right, though. It was all right. It was, yeah, but it didn't, it didn't meet the success that the Star Wars online game should do, really. Mm. I quite liked um, Old Republic. Was it better than Star Wars Galaxies that one years ago? I never played that one. No, I didn't. I remember someone in college going on about it, how you could, if you wanted to, you could just work in the cantina. It was like Second Life, but for Star Wars, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, you could work in the cantina, but how many times could you hear, <laughs> before you went mad and just killed yourself? All right, Stu, have you been playing anything else? Oh, you asked me that? Yeah, have you been playing anything else on top of what you've been playing? All right, no. <laughs> just the two. 
it's like it's a week of it's a month of two games each for us then. Because I've been playing to no one's surprise, Resident Evil Two, the remake. Yeah, I've already finished that, man. Oh, it's so awesome. I'm quite stuck on a certain boss fight and I cannot get past it. And I just get frightened and turn it off. <laughs> but it turns out the only thing scarier than William Birkin in nineteen ninety eight on, on PlayStation is William Birkin in twenty nineteen on the PlayStation four. He's horrible. But that's all I'm going to say, because I've just done a bit with a fantastic spoiler, but I'm not going to ruin it for anybody. But, oh, God. And Mr. X. What do we all think of Mr. X? It's pretty fashionable, isn't he? I like his yeah, hat. Yeah, pretty cool. You, know, you never used to have a hat. It's a new thing. What do you think of his hat, Stu? Have you seen him? I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, you're clearly not up to speed on your uh, Resident Evil memes. It's a big buff, buff zombie who wears a trench coat and a dapper hat. Yeah, he's a, he's technically a he's, te- he's technically a tyrant. He's a big old war mutant that's made specially to kill people. God, get your law right. Mm. Hashtag. Uh, but yeah, he's he's great. I'm frightened of him. He just stomps around the police station after you, trying to punch you. And I got my most popular ever tweet this week on Twitter when the Mister X's Twitter account followed me. And I took a screenshot where it says Mister X followed you, and I thought, oh shit! And it got forty three likes. I'm famous. Wow. I am now internet famous. Yeah. Move over, PewDiePie. Now up there. Just jealous, aren't you? Yeah, well, jealous. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Resident Evil 2 is the main thing I've been playing in between turning it off because I'm too scared. And then cleansing my palate with some of uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild on the Switch, which I just forgot the name of. That's so much I'm enjoying that. But no, Breath of the Wild's good fun. It's like an open world RPG where you're not really steered too much. You can just go and explore and do weird things with physics puzzles and things. It's quite cool. It's probably, the, it's probably the most Nintendo-y game I've enjoyed in a while. Apart from that Mario one where his hat's possessing him. But other than that, it's good. I'm liking it. So that's what we... So is, is that what we've been playing then? <coughs> yeah. All right. So shall we talk about the news since we last recorded? Yeah, you done with that? Yeah, fire up. <clears throat> if you remember last time, I had the backup phone and I could only get two news stories and it was a complete horror show for which I apologise. But this time... Are you doing a jingle? Do you want to do a jingle? Yeah. Oh, God. Um, I like shots, they're kind of poos. And now it's time for the news. <laughs> Did you like it? <laughs> yeah, for <pretty good>. sure. <laughs> <laughs> Is that good, though? Auto-tune me. Auto-tune me, daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. So, the first piece of news will be quite interesting to Stu as an Xbox fan. At the GDC convention, Microsoft has revealed plans to bring Xbox Live to more consoles. Well, one console and some phones. It's bringing it to iOS, Android, and also the Nintendo Switch. Ooh. So Nintendo and Microsoft, they're uh, sne- they're sneaking off behind the bike sheds and doing things to each other. Eh? Yeah, well, they did that with um, Minecraft, aren't they? You can cross-play yeah. that and everything apart from PlayStation. Yeah, because Sony are being weird about it. Sony don't want to play with the others. Yeah, well, they think they're too cool. Microsoft are, were pushing uh, for like cross-play on everything across all consoles, weren't they? Uh, well, there like, you go, you see. People... People complain that Microsoft are the big corporate ones, yet they're the ones that are trying to make friends. You know what? Fair play to Microsoft. Crossplay with uh, Fortnite was the main one, but Sony's like, uh, no. I think Sony might have joined that bandwagon there. 
Oh, right, okay. Yeah, last I heard, they would, like, do some of their accounts or something. People's accounts weren't Yeah, working. they wouldn't let people. They wouldn't, If you made your Fortnite account on PSN, they weren't letting you use it in other consoles. So you had to start ah, okay. a new account. I don't know, like, if you get... I don't, you probably can't floss as well on a new account or something. I don't know how it works. <laughs> I'm not young or cool, so I don't know. But there you go. I mean, Ryan is a PC gamer. He doesn't care for these lowly consoles. But anyway, the next piece of news, Division a Division 2 promotional email got a bit told. They, Ubisoft got a bit of flack for a bad taste email that went around saying that Division 2 will show you how to do a government shutdown properly. Well, it turns out in the USA, this government shutdowns cost people their jobs and all sorts. And people's yeah. like finances are in ruins because of it. And there's Ubisoft just going, ha ha ha, and laughing away about it like it's nothing. That's well, why twiddling the moustaches and all that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry, French listeners, I'm so sorry. But yeah. No, I didn't mean like French, I just mean like oh, yeah, evil yeah, people. Evil, yeah, 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 evil. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely not French. Evil. No. Yeah. So that's what Ubisoft did, and they got told off. Making it the many times have been told off by that time when they released an Assassin's Creed where nobody had a face. I think it was Unity, wasn't it? Yeah. Where they had like floating potato people. It was oh, all, yeah. all, always Unity. Yeah, always Unity. And the intro to the first game, nobody had a face. It was like a weird simulation that went wrong. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Next up, this is what the stream might be able to answer. And I've just, I'll, I'll say it as I've written it down in the notes. What the fuck is all this Anthem version bollocks? I think the problem is the graph that they released for it doesn't make any yeah. sense. You shouldn't release a graph telling people when they can play the game and how much of the game they can play. Just release yeah. the game. <laughs> well, the way it's, there was the VIP demo, which was for people who pre-ordered, which was not this weekend, it was the weekend before. Yeah. This weekend, just gone, was the open demo. Anyone could play the demo. Yeah. For the actual release is when... EA Access and Origin Access. Jesus. And then the full release is like the day after or the day before. It's just chaos, isn't it? It's not that chaotic. Other games have done it's it. Bl- it's bloody silly. Mm. It's bloody graph to work out when you can play the game. I don't know. Maybe I've just been old-fashioned. But there you go. I saw another graph that followed on from that. And it said, uh, Anthem, February... Um, there was somewhere in America, so it said February fifty nine ninety nine. Oh, I saw this. And then June twenty nine ninety nine. <laughs> I said, I know when I'll be playing it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I know I won't play it. But Stu's our rest of Anthem boy, aren't you, Stu? Yeah, I'll probably get it. Well, I've got EA yeah, access, so I'll be playing it for free for ten hours anyway. Well, there we go then. You lose... Oh, for free? Do you have to like pay a subscription, or is it just a one-off? You... Well, you can pay. I've paid three ninety nine to get EA Access so I can play it for 10 hours before I decide if I'm going to buy it or not. Oh, okay. So it's like an extra demo sort of thing. Yeah, it's like you get 10 hours. Can you complete your three hours, Stu? Well, 10 hours you get. Well, 10 hours you get. Yeah, okay. Okay. Anyway, okay. Never mind that I got it wrong. Uh, it's just not important. So, in big news in the world of gaming, probably not for us three because I don't think we're really fans of it, but Kingdom Hearts 3 came out and people got very excited. You could be Donald Duck. Yeah, you had to play with your favourite Disney characters. And also some Squeenix characters as well. Or Square Enix, as they're called. What's your thoughts on that series, guys? It's got Toy Story, is not it? Yeah, it's got Toy Story. You could be Woody. <laughs> you could play, play Asim or just alongside them with the guy with the key as a weapon. Yeah, 
the Keyblade guy, and I think the classic Disney characters Keyblade. are like the main Keyblade. Keyblade, that's the one. They're like the main gang. And apparently Donald Duck's a shit healer and dies all the time. Uh, that sounds about right. And then the other Disney properties, you just go and like meet them, I suppose, and do quests in their areas. And fluff them, yeah. Whoa, <laughs> fluff them? Yeah. That took a turn for the strange. <laughs> Ryan, there's no fluffing in Kingdom Hearts. That's where I won't be getting it, then. There's no Thick Boys, either. We're definitely not getting it. He's Gaston from Beauty and the Beast, the Thick Boy. I don't know, you tell me. Well, you tell me, you're the expert. Is he a Thick Boy? <laughs> Stu, name some Disney Thick Boys with me. The Genie? Oh, the Genie's a Thick Boy. Isn't he? He's a magical <laughs> Ryan's got all coy. He's got... <laughs> He's got all shy. He doesn't that's want to what, tell me. That's why I kept watching Aladdin so much when he was a kid. Yeah, he wanted to be Aladdin, that genie. <laughs> Where's that tail going, genie? <laughs> Never had a friend like him. Never had a friend in me. <laughs> you got a friend in me. <laughs> Sorry, start again. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, that was a that took a turn for the weird. But anyway, I'm glad Kingdom Hearts fans. It was worth the wait for them. And it's been a long time since they came out originally. It has been. It's about the same time as Duke Nukem Forever, I think, apart from people like Kingdom Hearts. Duke uh, Nukem Forever was dog shit. It's like 15 years or something, isn't it? Yeah, I'm sure the last entry was on the PS2, possibly? Might have been the PS3. I'm not entirely sure on that. No that we'll get lots of angry comments. I, I await them. My body is ready. So there's that. Okay. Uh, the next news is the EA has pulled the FIFA Ultimate Team point system in Belgium because the Belgian government is uh, moving to legislate it and EA are being very pissy about it. So what do you think of that? It's still gambling or something, isn't it? Yeah, it is, because it's, it's pretty much gambling. It's pretty much teaching children to gamble, isn't it? Yeah, pretty Which, much. Children and football fans, and that's not a good... Well, football fans gamble anyway, but children shouldn't be doing it. doesn't help that YouTubers, like... I have a whole video of like them opening like 200 packets. Yeah, now maybe we should get in on this, but make it a bit different, where we get Ryan to open 200 ketchup packets or something. It's just the same thing inside it, though, isn't it? Don't re- shut up. We can pretend it's not. That's not even going to be like promotions where you get shark cards. Shark cards? Yeah. Like, oh, that's a good idea. We should make shark trading cards. Yeah. Like top trumps, top sharks. Top shots, yes. Top shots, yeah. I'm down with top shots, guys. We should definitely make that. But yeah, anyway, gambling in games is wrong and it shouldn't be a thing. And nor should microtransactions, because I'm old-fashioned and I think a game should be a freaking game when you release it. So there. What's your guys' thoughts on that? Yeah, Ubisoft are getting pretty bad at it as well, actually. Yeah. If you go on, especially Assassin's Creed, because I spent a lot of time in there. You go into the store yeah. and there's like some DLC packs for additional content. But then there's also what they call time savers. So you have to buy oh, yeah, see. currency to spend in there and then you can unlock like additional experience for an hour or Yeah, I've heard about this. Money things. But it was the same in Far Cry five as well. You could buy silver uh, silver bars and use that to buy the more expensive guns earlier on. Yeah, that's disgusting. It's just a more way just to milk more money, are you? It also ruins the gameplay loop. You meant to start off weak and get more powerful. I think so, anyway. Stu, thoughts? Black Ops 4, they did it even sneakier, though, because they didn't have microtransaction when it launched. Yeah. They've added them in, like, two months after, so they keep all the reviews. 
Dead for them in. So they keep the high reviews and put microtransactions in, but the DLC shame people that haven't got the DLC pass. Yes, like, I've seen this. A yeah, little warning sign appears next to your username. Yeah, if you've not got the DLC. They say, this is the guy that's ruining your matchmaking because he's not got the DLC. Everybody's shaming is, him. Those people haven't got the maps either. So they're not missing out on anything because there's no new maps to play. But it just shames people that haven't got it. Pricks, aren't they? Activision, if you're listening, and I know they will be, because we are trendsetters. Activision, you pricks. But please give us free press codes. That works, right? Yep. All right. Anyway, that, we got a bit serious now. Should we? Should, should we end, end on a comedic piece of news? Go on. Apparently, the, a developer called John McKellen has made a fighting game starring pigeons. I've heard of this. Yeah. Do you, well, don't ruin it if you've heard of it, the name Ryan. Stu, what do you reckon the fighting game starring pigeons is called? Pigeon. Craft. No, mother fucking Peckin. Not motherfucking though, it's just called Peckin. Peckin. I thought that was the best thing ever. I was in Stitches a when I saw that new story. Speaking of games that involve birds as the main characters, have you seen the Untitled Goose Game? No, what's the Untitled Goose Game? Is it about a goose? It is. Yay! It's basically, you're a goose, and your sole priority is to piss off the farmer. <laughs> so you can, like, you can... Sneak up through the reeds behind him and like honk at him so he drops stuff and then you can run off with it and hide it. And press <laughs> press hater. Yeah, basically. That's what you can that do. That was more of a clown one. Like, yeah, that wasn't you very good. Yeah. <laughs> Let me try again. <laughs> no, it's a car. I can't it's do a car. goose, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm such a disappointment. Look it up. Untitled Goose Game. Untitled Goose Game. So if you listen to this podcast and then there's some kind of looking up tool, look up the Untitled Goose Game unless you're driving. Don't look it up whilst you're driving. You'll crash or be arrested. And that we're not having that blood on our hands. So, now, I think the news is over. It's time for the next feature, yeah? Which is the main feature of the podcast. Last week, we talked about the best guns in games. Uh, oh, do I have to do a jingle for this bit as well? Yeah, we need jingles now. God. Right, hang on, let me think of one. I shot after I eat pizza. But now it's time for the main feature. Is that good? <laughs> Did you enjoy that? Yeah, very good. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny, it's cringy. This is the most mature podcast you will ever listen to. <laughs> anyway, the main feature today, moving swiftly on. Last week we did guns. And we've got some interesting feedback from, from listeners later on about that. But this week we're going to talk about NPCs. That's non-player characters for people who don't know what NPCs means. So the stipulations are, they can't be the main baddies, and they can't be characters which you can optionally play as. For that yep. reason, I had to take off HK-47, Stu, I'm sorry. Ugh. Okay, still mentioning. We're still pretty badass. Okay. So we, we made a list, and we all tried to choose between us, and I thought, sorry, I'll just, I'll just reel some off, and you guys can reel some off as well if you want, yeah? Because we can't be too organised. God damn it, we're, we're artists. Here we go. So I'm just going to mention one straight off the bat without any kind of preamble. Let's start with Andrew Bloody Ryan. Andrew Ryan from Bioshock. He was an interesting villain, right? He was good. He was like that. Wasn't he the main baddie? No. He was not the main baddie. He was led to believe, wasn't it? Yeah. He was, an, he was an early baddie, but he wasn't the main baddie. Spoilers if you've not played that game, which is about 12 years old. But there you go. That's your fault. Who was the main baddie, then? Uh, Frank Fontaine. Frank Fontaine. 
was the main party. Uh, Atlas, wasn't he? And then it, then he's like, ah, I'm not, I, I'm not Atlas. I'm actually the main baddie you've never heard of. That's right. Atlas was your Irish friend on the radio. I won't leave you twisting in the wind. Ah, uh, right. Okay. Yeah. Would you kindly? Sorry, I, if there's any Irish fans in my Irish house, it's terrible. And then it turned out that he was the baddie all along. I won't say much more than that in case you're already angry that I spoiled it for you. Want to go and play it? But it's a very good reveal sequence. One of the best in gaming, I dare say. Oh, it's like they're on the golf club. Yes, there you go. It's all coming back to him now. Yeah, I so that's now. a couple of good examples. Who wants a bad example? Bad example of an NPC is: Did anyone ever play? And I know we did, but I'm saying it's like to pretend we don't know. Did anyone ever play Dark Messiah? Oh yeah, I love that game. It was a Ryan. It's what mean. It's what means. Do you like to call a Ryan game? Um, you're a magic man who's like goes on the quest to do something. He's got a, he's got a demon inside him that states the obvious a lot. Yeah, and his master was a wizard called Master Fenric, yeah. who had some of the worst acting in any video game. He was the other guy that had the same voice actor, wasn't he? Master Menelag. Well, the same clothes, but a different colour. Yeah, yeah, one with brown hair, it was great. Yes, I like this. Welcome <laughs> to Shard Select, Sarah. That's what he sounded like. He was terrible. But I didn't hate him. I actually loved him more because he was terrible. Mm. So that's a couple. That's a good and a bad one from me. Uh, Stu, do you want to list a couple that you remember fondly or not so fondly? I was just going to mention them. What about the, the demon woman? Niece? A pupil? <laughs> yeah. I'm not quite sure what she was getting at there. When you meet the love interest of the game and the demon says in the main character's head what Stu just said. It's like, yes, she's a niece and a pupil. What does hmm mean? <laughs> yeah, what are you getting at? Yeah. What are you getting at? That she gets like free, free tuition or something. God, it's, not, it's nothing to do with you, mate. Stupid demon. Anyway, Stu, any others you can think of, good or bad? Uh, Roman, GTA 4. Oh, I hated Roman. Everyone hates oh, Roman. Oh, yeah, always going to play bowling, didn't he? Yeah, in the middle of car chases. It's like, mate, clear off. There's even a bit, there's a, there's a bit in the game where you can choose whether he or another character dies. I wish I'd killed him. Because your own cousin. He's a prick. Anyway, so George just mentioned a couple more, just, and you can chime you just, in. You just read them off, Craig. A few right. of them, and then when you get to the end... Uh, if you and I haven't mentioned some that I want to mention, I'll mention it. Okay. Well, there's dog meat from the Fallout games. It was a lovable dog that you can store ammo in his bum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and guns. <laughs> yeah. Forget, yeah. Guns, armor. You can put power armor up his ass if you want. You want you'll never complain. What a lovable man's best friend, indeed. Quite frankly, you can man's even best equip, friend. equip him with armor, which was pretty cool. You could give him like goggles, and he'd wear them. Yes. Next up on the list, we've got Garrus from the Mass Effect game. Yeah, yeah. Garrus was badass, wasn't he? He's a loose cannon space cop that doesn't play by the rules. Yeah. And he, he, and he had like a, a funny bony face because he's a, he's a Chorian. I liked Garrus, he was a good one. He was a good addition to the list. Going into the more mainstream, we had Reznov from the Call of Duty games. Which ones was he in? It was World at War and Black Ops, wasn't it? He wasn't in World at War, I don't think. He was. He was your commander in the Russian missions. Oh, he was, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. And he was voiced by legendary actor Gary Oldman. Yeah, he was. Badass, wasn't he? Yeah, he's in Black Ops uh, 1 and then 2 as well. That's right, yeah. And he was weird because, well, 
Are we safe to spoiler Call of Duty games from 10 years ago? People are so. playing for the online anyway, right? Yeah. Yeah, basically, Reznov helps the main character escape from a, a Siberian gulag. And then you don't see him for ages, and then he turns up and starts helping you on missions. But everybody else acts like he's not there. And that's because he's all in your head. You're tripping balls and imagining a beardy Russian bloke. Yeah, it's because he fucked with you. Conditioning, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. He, he sort of programmed you. No. Yeah, the numbers, Mason. Yeah. What do they mean? Basically, the Russians programmed you to assassinate Kennedy, but Reznov hijacked it and turned it around to suit his own purposes, didn't he? Which I can't remember exactly what they were. So go and play Black Ops 1, people, and you'll find out. Suffice to say, it was quite a good twist that me and Stu sort of telegraphed from a long way back, and we got very excited when it actually happened. Yeah, we did actually. Yeah, we did see it, kind of see it coming. It it wouldn't be well good if it was like, was it even real? Yeah, and then we we felt like gods among storytelling when it turned out that's exactly what happened. Now, Stu, you've put in the list uh, Stephen Merchant Portal 2 Ball Thing Wheatley. Yeah, I can't remember what his name was, but it's Wheatley from Portal 2. I've not actually played Portal 2, so oh, I don't know good. much about him. Was he as good as GLaDOS? It's like an it's like awkward robot. Yeah, it's like it's, it's basically Stephen Merchant, but like in a ball form. And he sort of accidentally overthrows his gladass. <laughs> it's basically Stephen Merchant putting a ball form. That's got to be a quote for the episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm back in the room. Carry on, Stu, carry on. That's basically it. He just accidentally overthrows GLaDOS. And... <laughs> Would you rate him better than GLaDOS? I think GLaDOS wins in the end. GLaDOS is just different. Gladys has got the same yeah. I didn't really play the Portal games. I found them a bit boring. But I know everyone likes them. The cake is a lie. There you go. I said it. I'm so edgy. All right. What about back to Call of Duty, Captain Price? Well, everyone loves Price, don't they? Well, I, what I don't understand is nobody ever picked up on the fact he was a time traveller. Because he was in World War II in the, in the original Call of Duty games. And then, boom, it's like, there he is in the modern day. Is he a time traveller? Or is he like Wolverine and just Exactly, but maybe Ryan's right. Maybe he is like Wolverine and he just never ages. Yeah. And he's got adamantium claws. Maybe. Adamantium moustache. What's that? Adamantium moustache. Yes, adamantium tash. <laughs> so Captain Price was pretty cool. Uh, and we've got, I don't know if you guys have ever seen him, but the merchant from Resident Evil 4. No, you have to explain. Right, no, the merchant. Why, why he's one of the best NPCs ever, you have to tell us why. Well, what it is, he's a, uh, he, he's a character Leon meets on his quest that sells him wares like guns and ammo. And he has the best bad voice acting you've ever heard, and that's why people love him. He says things like, See anything you like? And things like that. And he goes, When <laughs> 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 he wears a purple coat. And he's just really out of place, and he's brilliant. So, that, so there's that guy. So I, I say it's more of an honourable mention, because everybody loves him on the internet. So you've got to, you've got to mention him, don't you? Yeah. Uh, Ryan, I think this is where you put this one. Johnny Gat from yeah. Saints Row. Johnny Gat. Hey, Sydney. I just think he's a knockoff Duke Nukem in sweatpants. Yeah, I preferred him. Pierce. Yeah, Pierce was better. Pierce was, Pierce was fun and all, but I did that like Johnny Gat. I thought it was pretty funny. Pierce was best in Saints Row 2 when he kept having these ideas and he just got shot down every time. No, Saints Row. You shut up, Pierce. Three? <laughs> Saints Row 3 or 4, where you sing. Uh, where you do. The duet with him with Paul, that song, Paul I don't. I yeah. don't know. I never played three or four. Well, two is the best one. Who else have we got on the list? 
Nick Valentine from Fallout 4. Which one's Nick Valentine? Is he the android? He's the synth, yeah. He's like a... The detective. He was like a noir detective, but yeah, he was yeah. a synth. But he was pretty badass. Yeah, I liked him. He was a pretty cool character. Now, me, Stuart Ryan, I've always had a bit of a love for the shit Elder Scrolls NPCs. And the first one to mention is Oblivion's Valen Dreth, who was the guy in the jail at the start. Oh, the, uh... <laughs> yeah. well, You're going to die in here. <laughs> like, what a prick. What's your problem? Yeah, he's going to die in there as well. What's he happy about? The guards are coming. For you! <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the guards are coming. For you! <laughs> what a prick. <laughs> you know, mind your own business. Why aren't you, why aren't you necking, you prick? Yeah. What, a, what a nasty man! Yeah, but you get you, you get his comeuppance when you come back as uh, the Dark Brotherhood. You get to murder him. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I enjoyed killing him because, frankly, he was rude and arrogant, and I didn't yeah. like his attitude. And then we go further back for our next favorite NPC from a Elder Scrolls game, which was I don't even know his name, the, the <laughs> monk-looking fellow at the very start. Who goes? Go on, go on, Stu, take it away. No, I'm not as good. Go on, you're the best at this one. Do you want to go, Ryan? Okay. Have a go, right? Hey, what's his name, though? Anyway, yeah, you walk in, go go to it, and you get locked in place, don't you? So, so you can't move, but you can spin around really quick. Yeah, that's right. But he looks at it, and he goes, Ah, yes. <laughs> expecting you. Ah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and you <laughs> really high-pitched, ah, for some reason. And you two discover that if you spin around on the spot with surround sound on, his voice goes around the room going, ah, yes, like that, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't remember what he's called. I'll have to see if we could get a, a pop-up for his name. I that's a mission for you, Ryan. You have yeah. to try and find out what he's called. How many times did you start that game just to just laugh at him going, Ah, yes. Yeah. I started that game so many times because I hated my character, so I, I got so used to hearing him. He was like an old friend. He was the other fellow at the start of Morrowind. Oh, Caius Cassades. <laughs> Pardon? No, the... Um... Yeah. <laughs> you had to go work for him in Balmora and you stand around with no shirt on and leather pants like, hello, I'm in the Imperial Guard. Like, no, you're not. Not dressed <laughs> like that, you're not. I am not setting foot in your house. You're up no, to not, something. <laughs> not him. The, um, the Dark Elf fellow was on the boat with you. Geob. Jabroni. Yeah. Oh, does he just go, we've arrived. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's my life. <laughs> Quiet. Guards are coming. It's Morrowind. <laughs> my face is hideous and my body is all disjointed looking. Okay, back to another weird NPC then. Uh, Bourbon from Metro 2033. I love that guy. He's got the worst voice acting ever. And I, I, I wish he was my Russian uncle. Bourbon, is he the guy with singing pipes? Singing pipes! That's the one. What does he say about the, the flying demon monsters? Some people call them demons. I call them bitches. Like, wow, what an edge lad. I loved him so much. I was sad when he died. But Ryan, how does he die in the book? Oh, he just uh, turns his head all the way around and just collapses over after start singing about some random stuff. <laughs> it's pretty weird, yeah. That's how I talking gibberish, doesn't he? Then he just decides to spin his ne- spin his neck round and kill himself. Rumour has it, plus to all three episodes of Shout Select back to back, you will meet the same fate. Yeah, you start gibbering on about Thick boys, and then you just snap your neck. <laughs> yes, the thick boys, the thick boys, bring me the thick boys, and then you die. Yeah. Or you do a naff jingle and die. Oh, it's like the ring, you just get a phone call, and on the other end it just goes, thick boys. 
Big boys are coming. <laughs> it will be when Ryan gets his hands on him anyway. No, I will be. <laughs> okay, who else have we got? On my honourable mentions, we've got Tiny Tina, who I hated in Borderlands. What an obnoxious, meme-spouting character that was. Yeah. Meme-spouting. <laughs> meme-spouting nightmare creature. <laughs> That's what she was. Uh, we've got the rest of the Mass Effect crew, because we just couldn't choose any favourites, could we? They're all pretty good, weren't they? Yeah, I try to think of a bad one, just to be obnoxious, but I genuinely can't think of a bad one. They're all pretty well rounded. I oh, I can. I can. Caden. Yeah, Caden. Oh, oh Caden. Caden like... Arthur Nazi from Knights of the Old Republic, but except he wasn't. <laughs> yeah, but nobody, nobody remembers him anyway because everybody always killed him off to keep uh, Ashley. I, I, yeah. I killed Ashley. She was a racist. <laughs> That's right, guys. So I'm, you even kept Caden? Yeah, I'm woke Shepherd. I didn't like racist Ashley, so I'm sacrificed him. What did you say? You played as woke Shepherd? <laughs> woke Shepherd, yeah. <laughs> Poor woke Shepherd. She she wasn't much of a looker, but she got the job done. She had a face like a potato, but she got the job done. I prefer Dad Shepherd. Oh, Dad Shepherd was amazing. For the listeners, Dad Shepherd was... You choose the renegade options, but the overall good options, wasn't it? So you like had a heart of gold. Yeah, he was he was horrible to everybody else, but he was really nice to his crew. Yeah. yeah badass Shepherd with a heart of gold. He got awesome. all the one-liners. And there was that bit where he made Jacob shoot, shoot his real dad, because Shepherd was his, like, cool dad. Yeah, you know who your real dad is, don't you, Jacob? <laughs> Fun daddy shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> Watch with the line from Guardians of the Galaxy 2. You may be a father boy, but you only got one daddy. <laughs> <laughs> you only got one daddy. <laughs> Ryan's got loads of daddies. Thick, thick daddies. <laughs> 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 All right, what's next? Let's have a look what we've got. I've got one. I've got one. Go on, Ryan. 343 Guilty Spark from Halo. If he had a fight with Rollerball Stephen Merchant, who would win? Well, they'd both awkward each other out, but just Guilty Spark was just evil, wasn't he, in the end? Yeah, he was a bit of a dick, wasn't he? Yeah. I never liked him. Lean, lean you along this little nice path, <laughs> and then by saying, yeah, just put your hand in here, and then we'll just wipe out all existence into the galaxy. Oh, and then you had to fight legions and legions of flood. Yeah. I see. hated that. He man. was a git. He was a he was a twat. I'm not afraid to say it on the podcast. He was a twat. He was a twat. Micah Bell from Red Dead Redemption 2. Ooh, Micah. Oh, I'm, I'm, I might be breaking the rule here. I'm not sure. Is he the main baddie in Red Dead Redemption 2? I think he's a sub-baddie. Oh, I hated him. The more, every time I saw his stupid, droopy moustache, I wanted to pull it. <laughs> Press circle to pull moustache. Good ending, though. Oh, it was very good. Without spoiling it for anyone, because people might still be playing that one. I've got uh, another one as well, another NPC. Go on. Fargoth from Morrowind. Which one was Fargoth? The one where you finally got out, so you, <coughs> you, you'd gone through customs, yeah. and you're in Sedanine, and there's that stupid bloody wood elf wandering around going, Have you found my ring? Oh, I remember him. And you have to do that stupid mission to find his ring, and then he's, he should be happy, but then if you ever go back, he's still just wandering around. Well, I'll tell you once. I'll tell you guys. I'll tell the listeners one thing. Whilst while Shepard was woke, my Morrowind character was not. My Morrowind character had a problem with wood elves <laughs> to the point where. Well, you console killed them. <laughs> yeah. When, well, that I, I have a console killed them on the PC because I was lazy and couldn't be able to fight properly. Or when I got the Blood Moon expansion, if a wood elf gave me gave me lip as I was walking past it, like 
What are you doing here? I wait till night time, turn into a werewolf, go back and kill him in front of everybody. And then I run away and turn back into the hero with Morrowind, come out of the stage and go, oh no, someone's killed a wood elf. <laughs> they go, oh no, Everine. Have you caught that werewolf yet? No, I've just not seen him anywhere. It's just <laughs> everywhere I am, but also where I'm not. <laughs> yeah, never seen him in the same room. Yeah. <laughs> Do you still have like one line of dialogue when you talk to him? Can't you bother somebody else? That's it. <laughs> Yeah, they used to look so horrible. I mean, don't get me wrong, Morrowind wasn't the best graphically anyway, but they likely did a downgrade for all the wood elves. This looked ugh, That's because of the worst. I'm going to post some pictures on, on, on the website for this episode so people can see how horrible they are. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter if they make the best stealth archers. Every other class can be a stealth archer as well. Yeah. What about the adoring fan, everyone? From Oblivion. See, it's another wood elf. Yeah. Now, for... Just to peel back the curtain again, for the for the episode notes we've got here, someone's written next to a Doring fan in the list. Fucking cunt. I agree. To be fair, to, to be fair, listeners, we have put explicit in the iTunes listings, so you can't tell us off the swearing. <laughs> but there you go. Um, what else have we got? What used to be fun with the Adoring fan is if you get him to the top of some stairs and cast a paralysis spell at him and push him downstairs. Cast a what spell? Paralysis. Paralysis? 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 <laughs> That's some bone apple tea right there. Bone apple tea? <laughs> What's bone apple tea? This is subreddit all about mispronunciation. It's great. Oh, like bon appetit? Yeah, so um... instead of bon appetit, it's from what, bone apple tea. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you on it later. You'll love it. That's great. That's like a good reason to stay on Reddit. See, what I did with my adoring fan is I had the posh house in Oblivion, you know, in the really posh town. I can't remember what it's called now. The one by Cavage. <laughs> Is that when you filled the basement with shit and then threw it down? Yeah, there? so <laughs> basically, in the house that you buy, it's got all pots and plates everywhere. So I picked them all up, took them into the basement, and you just dropped everything, and then went back live in the game, and they just appeared out of your ass and just went all around the room. <laughs> and then I took the adoring fan down there, and I killed him and buried him along with all the pots. <laughs> then you come back to life. And then, yeah, he comes back to life after a while. Just to say hello again, so you have to kill him back in the basement. Does anyone remember when Stu was playing Oblivion once, and the guard was sat at a table eating his dinner, and he got fed up and just launched his dinner across the room? Yeah, that was me. That you playing, one? Yeah. That was amazing. It's the first mission when you're uh, to join the Thieves Guild, and you have to race two other thieves to steal something from the guard tower and then back again. So I just come back and two guards were sat at this table looking at each other and they had the food all nice sprayed out. <laughs> and then for some reason, one just backhanded the table <laughs> and all the plates and food went everywhere. And then they just Got stood up and, and said something and walked off, yeah. And when you see the thieves sneaking through the city, they're just like crouching awkwardly waddling in the middle <laughs> of the street in broad daylight. Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> oh, Oblivion had some really bad moments. It's aged so badly. <laughs> okay. Uh, what about also from Resident Evil, Barry Burton? Do, does, does, does anyone know who Barry Burton is? He's the guy who's <coughs> who says things. He's got the worst voice acting in one of the worst voice acting games of all time, basically. So he says things like, "You were nearly a Jill sandwich," mm-hmm. and calls Jill the master of unlocking and things <laughs> like that. He's fantastic. And he also says, "What is it?" A lot. 
to every question he's on to every everything he says is what is it <laughs> like he's, he's stupid i don't know how he got to be on the special forces team he is terrible <laughs> but there you go that's another mention so the, i don't think you guys know that one but enough people out there do so are we happy that we've re- reeled off our favorites there anymore I've got one more just to fill the I, gap. I got, I've got another one as well. well. Go on, Ryan, you go first. Articon, aren't you, for the Metal Gear series? Articon, yeah. Can love Bloom on the battlefield. Yeah. He wheezes himself. He wheezes himself a lot. Hides in a locker. It's pretty all right. I wouldn't say he's one of the worst of all time, but it's... This know. is just like something from my Japanese animes. Yeah, it's a bit... It's a bit. <laughs> I would say he's, like, best or worst. He's one of the cringiest of all time. Oh, yes. He he's definitely a cringy NPC. But he also delivered one of the best moments in any game ever when Snake gets in that lift and it's the lift's overweight and the stealth suits have gone missing. And the moment where he puts two and two together is proper good. Yeah. Snake, they're in there with you. And then you have to have a close-up lift fight with a bunch of guards yeah. that are invisible. That'd be awesome. But I always went in there with the thermal one and never saw them. Oh, yes. Sorry, I've got another mention. Go on. But I didn't have the name, but I found it now. It's Teresa Vorman... And Jeanette Vorman from Vampire Masquerade Bloodlines. Oh, yeah, the, the, the twin which sisters is, that aren't which, actually yes. twin sisters. You remember them, Stu? Eh? It's like one's a sort of businesswoman, the other one's like a slutty woman. A slutty then, woman? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Like, slutty woman. You know what I mean? And then it turns out that it's actually the same person with personality. It's the Harley Quinn looking at I never got that far into that. I was. It's literally in the first level, Stu. Yeah, yeah, when you have to go to that haunted house and you come back and then a couple of missions later they're arguing together and it's actually just one person. I think I got to the haunted house and gave up. No, it's good. it was it was a good game, but it was so janky. That game was one big bug with a game in the middle. It was really hard. Yeah, it was. I cheated and I did a lot of console killing, much to no one's surprise. <laughs> just wanted to enjoy the story, alright? <laughs> so I've got one more. It's uh, Dutch Vanderlind from also from Red Dead Redemption 2. I have to reel off his impressions now. Yeah, but just before I do, he starts off as like <clears throat> everyone's best mate and the good leader, and his descent into sort of madness goes very, it's very slowly. So it takes you a while to realise he's even doing it. But that is cool. It's really good though because you're kind of figuring out at the same pace as Arthur is throughout the story. Yeah, exactly. So you're learning along with the main character what's going on. It's really good, and he yeah. says things like, "I just need a little more time." <laughs> what else does he say? Oh, what's that? A thick boy. That's a thick boy, Arthur! Just need a little more faith! Yeah, need some faith in these thick boys! They need to be a little more thick! <laughs> <laughs> See, it always comes back to thick boys on Shout Select. Okay, so is, are we all happy with NPCs now then? Yeah. Oh, go on so, do, I, do I have to do a jingle? Yeah. God damn it. <sighs> Let me think of one. Uh, um, oh, this is difficult. Just do like a jingle. Yeah, rather just sing something and then make a noise, yeah. Listen to feedback. Yeah, that'll do. Yeah. <laughs> that'll do? <laughs> that'll do, boy. Okay, that'll do, thick boy. <laughs> that'll do, okay. big. So first of all, I'll just, I'll, I'll, I should read the... First of all, thank you for everyone on Twitter and Instagram for getting back to us. That's very nice, yeah? It makes us feel loved. And I've not felt love for a long time. I'm dead inside. So that's good. That's a lie. I'm actually very loving. I'll tell you, So cold. All right. So the first feedback we had was in regards to last episode. 
And it's from at Deluxe underscore man on Twitter, who is uh, a long-time fan of the show. He's been a fan since the very first episode when he couldn't find the RSS screen for it, and he was very patient. And he's mentioned, in, re- in regards to the guns that we meant, so the guns, guns, guns feature, should I say, uh, what about the cerebral bore from Torok 2? Do they want to have a look at this on YouTube? No. Your silence says no. Stu, did you not? Did you? I thought you were. I did look, don't worry. I had a look, and it's a really cool weapon, because it fires like a dart into an enemy's head, and then pretty much just sucks the brains out in a big old fountain of gore. Ooh. And I thought that was really cool for an for a Nintendo 64 game. Ryan's looking right now. I'm looking Ryan's right there. now. Just to see what Ryan thinks of the cerebral board, deluxe, deluxe underscore man. <laughs> see if he agrees with my loving... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good, right? Yeah, look at all his guts falling out. Yeah. If he's dead. That's brilliant. Stu, did you have a look? Yes. Did you? And you liked it, right? <laughs> yes. Very good. Yeah, we go. So, th- so th- thanks, thank you for that, Deluxe Underscore Man. Next up comes from another podcast that uh, we've been speaking to. It's the Critical Mess podcast, and they've said, "What about the Ripper Gun?" Which I think was from Unreal Tournament. Yeah, and I was gutted that I even forgot about that because that was one of my favourites. I, I think you could be gutted if you got caught with it, right? Yeah, you could cut people's heads off. Yes, I do remember it now. I didn't use it very often. I was more I was more for the, the handguns and the flat cannon. Okay, so thanks for that Critical Mess podcast. The, the, they've also suggested an NPC for us. Or two NPCs, should I say. And that's the Pilgrim and Handler NPCs from Monster Hunter World. Which I believe is what you looked into, right, Stu? Yeah. The, Tell um, me about them. Yeah, if you imagine... Like the most over-the-top, enthusiastic Final Fantasy character. That's what he is. Ooh. Ooh. So yeah. he's like got lots of zips and leather. No, not so much what he looks like. He looks just like a JRPG character, but he's voice acting. Like an over an overacted JRPG character. Yeah, it's like a hyped-up Tidus. Oh. Oh, that's terrible. I love yeah. it. I, 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 rest assured... Critical mess. I will have a look at this. Uh, okay. So next we've got the we've got one from at the sleeve monkey on Twitter. Uh, Elaine from Monkey Island, which I played many many years ago. And I, va- I do vaguely remember Elaine. I do remember she's a pretty cool character. Then you guys ever play Monkey Island? No, I never got into it. No. It's a very it's it's one of those. It's like super legendary. I think I always prefer Broken Sword myself because I thought it was funny how I could fit so many things in his pocket. But Elaine was a pretty cool character, so thanks for mentioning that. And at Critical Pilgrim, so in other words, it's still the Critical Mess guys. Uh, Lydia from Skyrim, and here's the reason he gave was the same reason I gave for dog meat because he can put equipment inside her. <laughs> that she was happy with. Yeah, fill her full of swords. Oh yeah, and then marry her. Pork swords. Well, that was you last week with your pork overload. Yeah. Ryan was over-encumbered with pork. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, fair enough. So thanks for that comeback, guys. That's that's great. Is, um, speaking of uh, putting weapons inside of things... Careful. <laughs> no, no, by all means, continue. No, no. <laughs> so, just it's another honourable mention for NPC, if that was within context, they're thinking of it. What about Shadowmere from... Uh, <laughs> because oh, it was yeah. a boss die, so you'd kill him. He'd fall over. You could put, you could loot his body and put all your weapons in him, and then he just stands up back to normal. Yeah. And you can round him back to town. You literally <laughs> knocked out a demon horse with a mace, and then shoved everything up its ass whilst it was unconscious, yeah, and then rode it back to town. 
when you think about it, Heroes in the Elder Scrolls games are fucking twisted. Yeah. Like, if, if you saw the Dragonborn trying to stuff spears up his wife's back end while she was unconscious, <laughs> you'd say something, wouldn't you? Yeah, it depends on the Dragonborn, isn't it? It just shot you away. Yeah. Oh, domestic abuse plus shouting. Yeah. I'm free. Like, excuse me, sir, what are you doing? And then first row die across the map. <laughs> okay, just to loop back to NPCs briefly then. Stupid Stormcloak guy. Which one? The guy went at the start of the game and think he's going to free the Nords. And it's like, yeah, he sounds cool. I'm going to join him and liberate Skyrim. Ooh. Then he's like, oh, by the way, I'm a massive racist. And it's like, oh, I don't like him at all. Oh, Ulfric. Yeah. Oh, so it's yeah. Really like, he's a big old racist. Yeah. So I joined the Imperial Legion and cut his head off instead. In your face, matey. Uh, right. Good confession. Good oh, confession. Ryan's got a confession. Uh, since Skyrim came out in 2011. Yeah. And I've also got the special edition. Yeah. I have never in all of my playthroughs, ever even started the Civil War missions. Okay. Not done any of them, would you, ever. What you team with Iron Man or Captain America? Stormcloaks all the things. <laughs> See, I just threw you off there. No, yeah. <laughs> no, I've never, never even done it. I don't know why. You're not missing much. Not actually very good quests, but... Yes, and it just taking castles. Like the rest of Elder Scrolls, <laughs> you feel like you've done nothing by the time you're finished. There's nothing... What you get for it? It's like, okay, nice one. Off you pop. Yeah, I remember on the uh, Morrowind, I had that I had that many hours played into it. I had, I had in my bedroom in game yeah. every single Daedric weapon you could ever get, all of them, and I just got to the point where I was just stacking them up on top of each other, all lined up, and I, I was like, look at all this stuff, and it's like, well, who'd you show it to? Nobody. No, exactly. going, you're just going slowly <laughs> mad in your character's basement. Hmm. Yeah. That's why I buy them and I love them, and then after a few hours I get bored of them and never, never touch them again. There's no sense of consequence to anything. That's my deep cut take on the. Oh goodness me, pardon me. On Bethesda-based games, what's your thoughts, Jim? Uh, I think that's more or less a podcast, right, guys? Yeah. Nothing else to mention. Okay. I don't know. I've got anything else to mention. Why have you got anything to mention? No. Oh, I thought like you did that because you said you got anything else to mention. <laughs> yeah, me guys, it's a bit of a quiet recording week. Are we all okay? Ryan's just missing his... Oh, I know what we've missed. Ryan's being surly. No, we've yeah. not asked no, him no, about I his mean, thick I'm boys. Not, I'm not been on it today. You've not been on World of Warcraft in the month? Nope. Oh. I've been on it. Why? Why? Because I'm playing other games. What about the thick boys? What about them? Well, do you miss them? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've just done the war campaign and I'm waiting for more content to come out, basically. Because mm. I can't be bothered to do any mythic dungeons. There's no thick boys in those. No, they're reliance anyway. Well, why are you hanging out with them then? Hanging out with them. I know why. Because love blooms on the battlefield. It's uh, like yeah. Romeo. It's like Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> it's, no, no, it's Romeo and Julian. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Romeo and thick boy Julian. <laughs> you thick boy. Uh, yeah, but so I can't bother do any mythic dungeons. I can't bother do any raids. And I can't bother doing any PvP. And I can't bother level any of my ults. So, so basically, like, you've just ground so, to a halt on World of Warcraft. So I've done, I've done the main story up to where I need to be. But I'm waiting for the next patch to come out, which is 8.1.5. Blimey. So I was just like, meh, I'll just go on Assassin's Creed or something else with it. Well, that's fair enough, Ryan. You gave us solid reasons why you've not been chasing Thick Boys this month. Yeah. Thank you for that. But, I mean, the fans were... It's a favourite section, Ryan. We've, I mean, I've been inundated with letters about your World of Warcraft section. Uh, 
So if you're all, if we're all happy, let's move on to self-promotion. Yay! And to start with this week, because it's been you such did, a busy point with the social you media. Did do, you, you did do a jingle. Do you want to do some self-promotion? You did do a jingle. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I don't want ransom promotion. Uh, <laughs> making up a jingle off the cuff. Tell us where to find your stuff. That'll do. What do you mean, that'll do? <laughs> I'm pouring my heart out here. Oh, God, I can't get the freaking staff. All right, then. Stu, where can we find your stuff? My store? Your stuff, you clown. Not your right. store. You're not a store. You're not a shopkeep. What would you sell if you were a shopkeep in and out in the game? <laughs> I'd be like one of those crap ones from Elder Scrolls that just sells a cup, a spoon, and a random piece of bread. <laughs> and they don't serve any kind of purpose. What about you? To be fair, they are pretty good for bad NPCs to put on a list. Crap salesmen. <laughs> Crap store owner. Yeah, they've got, they've got like 50 gold. And you're like, I can't even sell any of my stuff to you. Yeah. You've got enough money. Plus, it's Iron Dagger. Can't make, can't afford it. Yeah. Well, aren't you great? So, come on, Stu, what kind would you be? Meat. Meat? <laughs> you just sell random meat? Yeah. Imagine Oblivion style, the camera zooms in on your face, everything goes still, and you go, Hello, I'm Stu. I'm a meat salesman, a purveyor of meat. Why am I a wood elf? Because you are. Oh, what a bastard. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Ryan, what kind of what kind of shopkeep would you be? I'd be one school? I'd be one that does training. Oh, just a tra- well, what what would you train people in? Coercion. <laughs> thick, thick boy detective. <laughs> thick boy summoning. <laughs> Just summoned a thick boy. That's my mouth. Anyway, let's get back to the self promotion. Stu, where can we find your stuff? Uh, at Digestive One on Twitter. What else are you on? Uh, Twitch. That's just. And what is you? What, what is you on Twitch? Digestive. And what are you playing on Twitch at the moment? Nothing at the moment. I've been focusing on Instagram. But you will go back to playing things, right? So people can follow you. Yeah, I will do at some point. I'll let everyone know when. Do you ever do live videos where you're just like covering yourself in chocolate sauce and stuff? I was just asking for a friend. Um, okay. Anything else you want to promote? I know it's you that watches. Fine, it's me. <laughs> you're, you're, you're the only thick boy for me. So... What else? Anything else? Or are you, are you happy with that? That's it. All right, Ryan. Where can we find your delightful works? Um, on Twitter. Yes, yes, at, yes. Shout select Ryan. Yeah, please follow Ryan because he's he needs friends. He wants all the friends on Twitter. Yeah. To share his delightful anecdotes with. Um, and I'm <laughs> on Twitch at cheese underscore cloth. Cheese underscore cloth. And what are you playing on Twitch at the moment? Just. I haven't been on it for a while, to be honest. Because, well, I'll say a while. About a week, I haven't been on it. Well, what, what were you playing last there? Uh, Agony. Streaming oh, yeah. that. Oh, fun. Okay, then. And you can find me on Twitter at Winstolf, but it's an O, not a zero. And everything else is a zero, but on Twitter, my Twitter handle is with, it's with an O. W I N S T O L F. Then you can also find me. I have to look at my list because I have to just trip myself up. I also write reviews for the www.thewellreadmage.com under the guise of the Bizarro Mage, and you can find me on there. I've recently done a review of Wolfenstein The New Order. Mm. Yeah, so I'll have a read of that, see what you think. 
I'm also, I'm also doing a guest piece for a site called Normal Happenings, at Normal Happenings on Twitter, about Mario Kart. So that's something else you can see soon. And what else have I done? I can't remember. I also continue my own blog over at www.winstolfportal.wordpress.com. That's Winstolf with a zero this time. Where I write short stories and the occasional side piece. And finally, Shark Select itself has some social media. It does. Well, we are on, on Twitter at Shark Select Pod because I finally learned how to change the handle from PodShart. Yeah. Uh, we're on YouTube now, which is which is uh, curated by lovely Ryan. Lovely Ryan. Mm. And uh, we're on Instagram, which is curated by Stu. And what, what, what are we on Instagram, Stu? Shark underscore select. Okay. Also on Facebook as well. Oh, yeah. And we're also on Facebook now. But Shark yeah. select all one word. Okay, anything else I want to uh, promote is the question. Please tweet us in any of your feedback about any of today's pieces, apart from the troublesome elements. We don't want any arguments. Uh, Again, sorry, France. Didn't mean it. Uh, If you are from Singapore and actually Singaporean and not just our friend Pete, (laughs) please feel free to write in and say you love us so we can properly big up Singapore next episode because I was looking forward to that, guys. I'm creating an alliance with the nation of Singapore. Yeah, Maybe you could go and live there. It'd be amazing, but fine. So, so thank you to everybody who contributed this week, and please feel free to contribute next week. So, yeah, we happy about everyone. Yeah. All right, Stu, you like that? Yeah. All right, we did a podcast. We did the podcast. Say bye bye, everyone. Bye. Bye bye, everyone. Bye. Join us next month when we'll talk some more nonsense. Hooray! Bye bye.